live. We're going Everyone, live. We're live. Yeah. Welcome. This is well, a podcast. Welcome to First Frames First episode 80. 80. Uh, one second. I'm going to get you guys show. keep talking. <laughs> it's uh, it's Prep Master Fresh. Uh, Prep Master Fresh. <laughs> Mike Wirtz and uh, Adrian Constant, the handsome one. That's and right. Jason, mm-hmm. the hair green and uh we will i'm gonna i'm gonna put where myself is, back on mute you guys talk where is derek well i'm working through technical difficulties with derek so please <laughs> hold <laughs> we're gonna does he does he have a phone he derek has lots of things but uh hold on he's on speak he's gonna be on speakerphone on my cell here i'm gonna get back to him and we're gonna get him hooked up but you guys right. keep chatting and i'll be right back all right hey guys i'm adrian and i'm jay We run Fable Forest Films. Right now, we're totally independent. What's the dream? Making crazy awesome film and television for the biggest studios. This podcast is our journey. So, welcome to episode 80 of First Frames First. Michael Wirtz, how is you, baby? I'm uh, I'm in the bunker. I'm doing doing mushrooms. Oh, you are? No, no, I'm not. I can. Okay. I can. Okay. <laughs> I can if you want. <laughs> I want to ask you a question. We have, like, and, and I don't want you to get into trouble, but how right. do you get how do you get mushrooms? Like, where do they come from? Like, I like it's been so long since I have done anything like that. I'm just curious. What you need? Do you need a person? You or, need a person, or is but it online? You, you, the path to mushrooms. This is terrible. We should not be recording this. <laughs> no, no, because I'm being as careful as I can. Yeah. The path to mushrooms is an interest in horticulture. Mm-hmm. Right? So either you or an interested person that you know has to be into horticulture and has mm. to basically learn conceptually how the process of mushroom husbandry works mm-hmm. and how it works almost universally for all mushrooms. Mm-hmm. So they need to know. Yeah. Or So you either have to know or know someone who does no. know this, right? Yeah, yeah. Who is into horticulture to even conceive about the possibility of ever growing those mushrooms, which are illegal. I don't recommend it. Gentlemen. Oh, Welcome to Derek Lackenbauer. Hey! The Derek Lackenbauer show. Oh, oh. man. Oh, or, you can call, or you can call Derek. He can hook you up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So listen, Derek, you're going to have to like me. wearing weird headsets. I'm not. No weird headset here. It's so that we can, it's so that we can hear what you are saying. You don't in have our earballs. Speaker? Yeah, I don't disturb the whole house. Whole house. Oh, you'd be down in your orifice. Now, listen. No, Michael. So Michael's a friend of mine from South Africa. He's the best. Yeah. He he came he came to visit, um, and he got stuck here. There are no flights going back to South Africa. He they have shut South Africa down completely. Like they are in complete lockdown. Like you're not allowed on the streets without a note, and there are no flights. Like he's just he's stuck here, so he's moved into my basement. 
Right. Oh, so he's down in the basement. Okay. So he's down in the basement. That's why I'm not down in the basement. Uh, talking, there, talking loudly. He teaches he teaches Chinese kids English at about five thirty at five a.m. each morning. So that means that by now he's asleep and in bed and yeah. Do you, that's uh, his job. That's his you guys, job. You guys see the the advertising in the background there? No. Oh, who's who's oh, advertising? Hey. It's pretty far away, but. Movie, movie, oh, movie, look movie, at those three bad boys! Yeah. I see those beautiful posters. That, awesome. that's cool. Now, so listen, we we the eightieth show is our third year. By the way, this this show is three years of us doing this. This uh, really this podcast. That's hilarious. <laughs> now we said that uh, we were going to put the show on hold until we could all get back together again and have a giant party. Have a huge uh, party. After we well, finished, that's not going to Start of eight limbs too. But uh, this is uh, this is it. Are you guys garbage? Right now, so. I, just a quick question, Derek. You've yeah. been in a movie before, right? Once or twice. Okay. Why don't you shine a light on your face so that we Why can see your handsome you, uh... face? Well, it's because he's acted. <laughs> acting shine is acting. Like you're not acting. I don't know. Mm, if I pretending like it ain't acting. <laughs> Derek, you got to take it upon like yourself. That. Derek, you got to take it upon yourself to learn a little bit of the craft. Make sure yeah, that you're right. represented I'm properly. I'm learning that Adrian's a dick. <laughs> that is true. So, listen, we've so got three welded uh, faces and then a black hole. Yeah. So I'm saying, Derek, that's it. Add a boy. That's better. That's better. Look at that's that. Better. There's that mug. You're next. You can see me. Yeah. So, Derek, tell us what what have you been up to? Are you uh, how's life over there? That's a giant beer you got. Yeah, it's because it's in a cooler, a cooler thing. Oh. Um, Oh, it's been good. Uh, We're officially uh, we're two weeks today uh, that we had the bullshit in the airport to deal with, uh, with the canceled flight and all that fun. Oh yeah. Uh, and this is why I'm learning Spanish, because we were stuck in Mexico City and not a damn soul spoke a word of English. Not even the policia. I go up to them, you know, can you help us out? Okay. Okay. Oh, for fuck's sake. Seriously? You're cops. Thankfully, they didn't know English because I was cursing at them like crazy. Wow. Do you think our cops here know Spanish? Uh, well, they know French. They don't know Spanish. Okay. So, wait, hold on, dude. I'm missing a, bit, a, bit, a piece of business. Maybe you covered it in another episode, but you were we, stuck in Mexico. We didn't. Let's talk yeah. about this. Yeah, it was quite tell, uh, quite. Tell us the so tell us the story. We, we we flew out of Cancun and we were uh, we were doing a connecting flight in Mexico City. Um, they allowed the flight to go in Cancun from Cancun to Mexico City. Then we get there. We had to rush, grab our baggage, and we're rushing to uh, the next place there to catch our plane with Interjet. And uh, we get up to a dead counter. And there's two young people there, and we start uh, asking them, you know, here's our flight information. When does the flight go out? And they're looking at each other like, you know, uh, what do we, uh, what do we do about flight? So for ten minutes, they're pissing around on their computers, and then they start giggling to each other. And I'm standing there with my family and going, uh, "Hello, like, help us, please. Like, what's going on?" And uh, then they called a supervisor over, and he came over, and he said, uh, "I'm sorry, but 
your flight's been canceled. It's like the hell it has. And Tracy loses her shit right away. She's like, there is no fucking way we're being stuck oh. in Mexico. And, he, and he's like, uh, yes, there is. So the two young people, though, they laughed. And that really disgusted me. I yeah, thought, yeah, that's great. Fucks, that is rude as shit. And uh, that started uh, a downward spiral right there with Interjet. As I said uh, in many conversations with Jay already, too, like Interjet, don't ever fly them. Absolute garbage. I didn't uh, even know they were an airline. Yeah, well, no, I, don't, I don't know what you're saying when you said Innerjet. I was like, "What is that?" Yeah, it's, uh, it's well, it's 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 the a CU? it's a less expensive airline, yeah. put it that way, and for a great reason. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. The guy then said, "Okay, well, we can put you on a flight on Sunday." This was Friday night. We're in in Mexico City at 11 p.m. here, looking to catch our flight, and uh, we said Sunday. Well, what the what the hell are we supposed to do for two days? Um, well, you know, you can, I can give you some food vouchers. You can have something to eat. Uh, and I was like, what, and stay here in the airport? Are you fucking kidding me? Look at, look at, I'm with three women in a foreign city, like not going to happen. And he's, he's pissed around on his computer. He says, okay, I can get you on a flight tomorrow night, same time, same plane. I said, yeah, the plane that's still sitting here, that's not flying out tonight because there's not enough people to fly on it. And that's why you pricks aren't sending it out. Yes, that and one. He just, he, of course, didn't agree to that, you know, like, no, 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 you know, uh, but that was exactly the reason. And I was then on the phone for an hour with my brother, and he's trying to find me a different flight. He's with on, on the line with Interjet in Canada, and they had no clue of the cancellation. They're like, that flight's supposed to be scheduled on time and going. I don't understand what's happening. So we should have held up like a bolt. Should have been like, this fell off. And we yeah. don't know where right. it came from. <laughs> so that's a good way to get it. We scoot, and he says, "There's another flight that's leaving a half an hour from now on Air Canada, but it'll be uh, uh, $900 a person, so almost $4,000 for the four of us to catch that flight to go home on Air Canada." Mm -hmm. We thought, "Fuck it, let's try." Go to the Air Canada station. They're like, uh, "We are not taking any. Like, you can't give us money. You have to book this flight, and then you can come onto the plane." So that was thrown in the wind. Uh, and then we you had to go back. online. You had to book it online? Yeah, we had to go online. Well, you know, we were on our phones trying to get Scott to book it for us. And he says, there's no seats on it. I can't book it. I can't do it for you. Um, my brother, Scott. Uh, so then we go back to Interjet. Now it's just dead. There's one person left. Uh, she's aware of our situation. She gives me some food voucher for something to eat. And says, here's your plane tickets for tomorrow night's flight, same time. We're like, fine, fuck it. I guess that's what we'll do. We need to find a hotel. So we start wandering through the airport. Can't find a soul that speaks English. We're looking for, we're seeing H's, but we're thinking that's hospital. Meanwhile, it was hotel. Wasn't sure. Um, and then two women came walking up to us after two guys tried to talk to us and say, I don't know. I mean, you know, hotel may be this way. Or maybe it's that way. We're like, uh, walk away, please. Um, these women came up. Excuse me, are you are you lost? Like, oh my God, you speak English. Thank you. And uh, they said, yeah. What? How? What? How can we help you? Like, trying to find a hotel to stay the night somewhere. Oh, there's one connected to the airport. Just follow the H's. Oh my God. Okay. So we went there. Went up them. They were smiling and all happier to go and shit. But they were fantastic. Uh, yeah, we got a room for you. One hundred and eighty nine dollars American. Um, wonderful. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, 
gave us a couple of beers, which was fantastic. They saw the stress on Tracy and I. Would you like cerveza? Yes, please. And uh, gave us a couple of beers, gave us some bottles of water for the girls. Uh, and we headed up to the room and finally got to relax a little bit. But Tracy was not done and she couldn't sleep a wink. She was up the crack of stupid in the morning and she said, fuck, we're not doing Interjet. And she booked us another flight through uh, Aeromexico. And uh, that was a 5.30 flight on a more prestigious airline. And she got basically the last four freaking tickets on this flight because um, it was a full flight when we were on this plane. And uh, that's how we got home. Uh, $2,600 later on top of our cost of our trip. Well, it was not. So, in retrospect, would you go to Mexico again? A hundred thousand times. Yeah, so, not, not ever. Might be an exchange for a changeover in Mexico City. Not the, not ever. Just this time, or would you skip this time? No, I, I had an amazing vacation. Oh. Yeah, the trip was. So, yeah, we we this just to give you guys like the perspective of like how quick the corona has like come up in this yeah. period of time. When before we, when Derek we went on vacation, the yeah. day before we were playing golf, and we were like, hmm, man, we're hearing yeah. a little bit about this coronavirus, and people maybe yeah. shouldn't be traveling. And like, it was not even anything. No. And, and and then, then by Wednesday of the week, Derek was we like, had. God damn it, my flight better not be canceled tomorrow. Yeah. Did, and at, at, at any time, did you think you were having a corona time? <laughs> <laughs> so when we were there, Mike. There was no masks. There was no nothing. No, nobody there freaking out about some fucking virus. Everybody was happy and having a great time. The only thing that we were getting as far as the freaking out was everybody emailing us and Facebooking us and texting us saying, you need to come home. You got to come home. It's fucking crazy. I'm like, yeah, it's fucking crazy there in Canada, not here in Mexico. I'm in happy place. You guys are going nuts. And, and you know, my happy place. To watch on everything. And uh, I don't want know, to come. We, 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 were, we were up on our flights. Uh, you know, our friends that were on different airlines had no issue going home the exact same time as we did. We just this whole connected flight thing was not the way to go. Don't ever do that. Take a direct flight. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the lesson learned. To be honest with you, every single time that I've flown, I always pay more for the direct flight. I'm just yeah. like, I just don't, I don't want to do it because I don't want to sit around. Even Ann and I, yeah, in now. I've had to cancel my trip to New York with the boys. We, I mean, yeah. the borders are closed, so it's a no brainer, but I just got like, I just canceled my hotel. Um, and that's for mid like third week of May. I'm still going to try to get my tickets back for the Broadway show, but I'm just not sure what's going to happen. Um, but November Ann and I have flights to Memphis. And so we're just waiting to see. I mean, I'm hoping November is far enough away. But yeah. like, uh, yeah, I think the connect the um, direct flights were like seven hundred dollars, and the connecting flights were four hundred and fifty bucks. Mm -hmm. So I was like, we could save five hundred dollars. But then I was yeah. just like, ugh, that's gross. You're gonna wait. You're gonna wait an extra three or four hours. You don't know for sure if some problem if it's happens. Three or four hours. It can be right. longer it could than be three more. or four hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, thank you. No, we'll take yeah. we'll take a direct if we can. Some places you can't get to. Remember, Mike, remember um, St. Croix when we had to take that little tiny plane? 
Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, I'm thinking I have travel plans in August that I don't think I'm going to be able to make. You'll be able to get. There, no, because like the other people, like it's in Canada, but I have people from the United States coming coming to Canada, <clears throat> and I don't think there'll be a, a travel ban. Yeah, I'm even. I, I, I will say we had plans for. We still have plans for December, but like. Oh well, you canceled your May plans. Oh yeah, the, the May. The, yeah, we were going to South Korea for May. That got totally cut for a wedding. So, yeah, the wedding got pushed by a year. And um, oh. yeah, yeah. Mm. But um, oh, wow. even, <laughs> even December, we were looking at going to South Africa in December, and I just don't know. I just don't know what's going to be happening then, because we're just going up. We're just yeah. going up. Well, and, honestly, honestly, now, now Tracy and I are concerned about our February twenty-one wedding. One hundred percent. Because not necessarily about the travel, but with all of this, uh, who may or may not be able to afford the travel mm. anymore at that time? Mm-hmm. Uh, with lack well, of- I'm saving a lot of money in gas right now, so I haven't even fueled my fucking tank as my car sat in the driveway for two weeks. I know, and you want to because it's like fifty cents. Yeah, yeah. You know I, got laid, I got laid off two days ago. Well, there you go. Right, I'm sorry to hear that, dude. That sucks. But, but what? What are we looking at with this ga- the gas prices? That is an absolute disgraceful slap in the face from the oil company saying, oh, we never really had to charge you $1.20 a liter. We're just fucking you. Um, yeah. So here, let's cut you some breaks because the coronavirus, and you can't fucking drive anywhere anyways. And guess what? It's going to go back up. Of course it is. Supply and demand, baby. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, guess, oh, you, guess you it's going to peter out. Maybe well, yeah. years from now we won't have fossil fuels. You're right, but I'm just saying if they can do this now, why don't do it? Why don't they do it all the time? It's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so they just they just trying to make as much money as possible. So Tesla stock because Tesla is the future. One hundred. And, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot of infrastructure that doesn't survive this economic, you know, fallout. You might even see some car companies that have to merge or whatever, mm-hmm. just because no one's going to be out buying, you know, like high price stuff for to put up, to put high price gas in. I think that Tesla is a good if you're planning for 20 years from now an investment. Tesla is literally the future. It's the way things are gonna be. Mm-hmm. Right? The car, the car company. If they're smart, the car companies are going to move in that same direction. Like they're right. gonna they're gonna slowly ma- start making cars that are more like Tesla. I know? mean, GM yeah. is making ventilators now, not cars. Oh, so go. they're gonna do okay. <laughs> yeah. No, they're making ventilators and they're making cars. I know. I'm just yeah. And where is that? Is that GM Canada? GM GM US? I, I'm not sure. I'm not In sure. The US. You saw that? You saw that 3M thing? Hey. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Well, it's true that Trump said, asked 3M to stop sending masks to Canada. Well, he can actually make it a demand. Yeah, if, if he goes into like emergency. If he signs an executive order, he can make it a demand. Wow. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if all the countries, I mean, we could just shut their power off, right? Well... Let me, I mean, we power a lot of we power a lot of northern United States. Let's look at that situation, all right? Like we're not talking yeah. about we don't know hey, how to do this, 
yeah, we, we go, hey, man, we just tur- we turned off your power. And America goes, you know, it's in the interest of our national security that you turn it back on. To take over Canada? <laughs> yeah. And, and they say, and we go, no, we're not going to turn it back on. And they go, well, we're going to turn it back on for you. Well, listen, we're going to put our <laughs> Canadian forces at the border and we're going to keep them away. Above it'd be a glorious 14 seconds. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. You're gonna regret this the rest That's, of your life. Larry Drake, oh, 24 moles. Larry Drake, 24 moles, and then kicked that American guy right in its patoot. <laughs> and then he turned into a red mist. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, it's Wait. weird. It's weird that there's a cycle of authoritarianism. Now, I don't think that we're anywhere close to that yet, but I think if if you had maybe two more of these, maybe two more things like this, yeah, yeah. then you could absolutely see it it, it. it it definitely moves power into the hands of the government in any government. Oh, yeah. Totally. Whichever whatever whatever style of government you have, they just become I'm, powerful and more. Adrian, are you drinking whiskey or scotch? Scotch. So, I will just say just before we we climb back in, yeah. what was the scotch thing? Today I finished the Art of Eight Limbs. Nice, nice. It's finished. So Congratulations, this, gentlemen. Very happy. This, this is Lagavulin, sixteen. It's a very nice scotch that I got for my birthday, right and I am I opened it today, and I am having a little sippy yeah. as a celebration. So nice work. Yeah. It's a good one. It's very uh, excited. Very excited. It was, it's like a mountain. It's like a mountain of a project. And I was thinking about it, and I think it's roughly 10 months in the works. Wow. So, so this now uh, allows you to work on other things. That's right. I'm, yeah, I'm we're still we're put, shifted. We're going to put it aside, and we're going to work on. Uh, yeah. you know, I will no. come through this. Computer. Yeah, I'm. I'm basically. I'm basically a one. I should be like a. You, you consider me like like a. I'm hoping to be like a one note guitar, just like movie, movie, like project movie, work on movie, it. Like project movie. work on it. Yeah. No, well, at the for the for the time being, just movie, movie, movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's really exciting, and I'm really happy about that. Um. I just just to throw a hypothesis out there is a and and Mike you and I kind of touched on this on Facebook just a little bit but like it could totally just be a guy licked a bat's anus okay could to- totally be that <laughs> I loved Mike Mike posted a picture like what was it what was the quote something like if you never thought one person could change the world <laughs> yeah you never, never met a guy that ate bat soup and or something like that <laughs> oh my god so the the thought experiment is just this: Who, if it was a who, who could it be? That licked I'll, the bat. That licked the bat anus. No, no, no. That not that licked the bat anus. Who orchestrated COVID? As a okay. Scientist. So don't. Is there not a disease control center in China? There, I'm sure there's many. Yeah. No, but but there so, is something. That's, there's something that I read conspiracy wise is that they have a lot of disease center shit going on in China, and it's possible that just somebody accidentally leaked it. Guys, accident. This is conspiracy cast. That's Go right. <laughs> so, so, here, so here's the thing. 
absolutely 100% that is true. There is also a similar lab in Alberta, mm-hmm. right? So it's not like these, these harm lab grade samples, the amount of protocols that are involved in those labs, it's, it's a good Hollywood touch point where it's always like some, somebody like, boop, 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 and they spill the shit in the lab and, <laughs> and it gets out. That just doesn't happen. But people study. Oh, like, it happens. Pe- people study like infectious diseases that are really fucking, like Ebola has been, has been studied all around the world. Yeah. It is probably one of the, and the avian flu, the one that has like 40% mortality rate. The only reason oh, why it doesn't kill more people is that it kills them faster than they can spread it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. They were talking about Ebola and they were saying like, yeah, we kind of know how this works. So long as you kind of keep everybody in one place and just don't touch the body once it's dead for a week, you're going to be fine. It kills people so fast and you, they get the, they get the symptoms like right away. Whereas this one there, I mean, I don't want to like spread weird information but people are saying like it could be 10 days before you even show a symptom which or you could never show symptoms Mm -hmm. which means you're walking around doing your thing like i went to the grocery store today i had to very hectic it felt very creepy i wore a mask um and i wore gloves uh, blue gloves or rubber gloves and uh, you know what first of all i was in the grocery store for about an hour and 40 minutes and man, wearing that mask is super hot. Like it's, I was like sweating buckets because I couldn't quite breathe. It's not fun. Wearing yeah, those yeah. masks sucks. They're so like, places. then I was thinking about nurses and stuff that are doing this all the time. And I was like, holy Well, that's why you see the pictures of them with so, their pieces all bruised up and everything. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, you're, you're, t- you're talking about why this is effective. But the question was, is that who is responsible? Who is responsible oh. for making it happen? Right. If, if it, yeah, like was it like if there was like an evil Bond villain hitting mm-hmm. yeah. a cat? What happened that make made it come to this? And what's your theory? Who is Bill, Bill who Gates? Is probably theory? right. Yeah, but that Bill Gates probably. Yeah. Well, that's well, the, yeah. that's the one theory that Bill Gates owned part of that biomedical uh, lab. Well, oh. yeah. um, but but Listen, hey, guys, some of this is. Mm. Climate change is happening. It's 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 being helped. Um, you know the the Earth has got all, all of a sudden bluer. The sky is prettier. The air is better. Everything is fucking better because of this goddamn virus and everything. Got the hell down and Derek, people staying home Derek, and stop fucking with Derek, it. Not everything's better, Derek. Shh. As far as the Earth goes, everything's oh. better. Okay. 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 That is that is pretty deep. <laughs> Just saying, and that that could very well be a reason yeah, for. I mean, it. I mean, I, I totally, I can totally see some hardcore environmentalist because you slow down the world economy, which was just growing at a rate that was unsustainable for the planet. Yep. You basically stop infrastructure. What? Have you guys seen twelve monkeys? Infrastructure growing. Mm-hmm. This is twelve oh. monkeys. Oh, it is twelve monkeys. Yeah, it's twelve monkeys. Yeah, I haven't Listen. seen it in so long. Adrian's gonna be like, never saw it. No, I have seen it. I just haven't seen it in so long. Damn it! I was, but, but yeah. So I, I mean, I could totally see it being some uh, crazy, you know. So it's either twelve monkeys, 
<laughs> where it's a crazy environmentalist. Mm-hmm. But even 12 Monkeys was for the money. They tried to pin it on the environmentalist. Or it could be it Kingsman. Could be. It could be Kingsman. It, it could, could be. be could be a secret rich guy cabal. Listen, let me tell you. I actually have I have the answer, but it's it's going to be a boring one. Oh, it's Derek, but isn't I, it? I, I know. I can give you the answer, and and I, and it's it's a hundred percent correct. And when I say it, you'll oh. you would probably understand it immediately. It's just no it one's fault. The no, no, it's not that. It's just no one's fault. No, there's actual there's actual evil motherfuckers that I can name or name close to. And as soon as they, I, I draw that line, you're going to agree. Like, because there's just no way to disagree. Wait. The first one is, is that the government of China, the first culprit. So, wait, okay, 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 no, no, let, let me the, the fact, fact that your and internet and is cutting your out. Your internet. So off, I don't know what you're starting in the back. Oh, what happened? <laughs> what happened? What? The fact that he's been, been, he's been, been silenced. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> was that you? <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> yeah, we got you now. <laughs> You're gonna to have to start again, Mike. Because you no, your internet your internet was bad, so I cut your I cut your audio and then I kicked you out. And that was funny. <laughs> you are lagging though. You're, You're lagging. lagging big time. So obviously the the people who are the seriously, where did Derek go? Tell you. No, 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 Mike. Oh, now we can hear you. By the way, Adrian, did you notice? That when you when Derek was telling his heart wrenching story, and I yeah. went to full screen, yeah, and then you walked away for forty five minutes, <laughs> I almost I almost jumped back and was and then, like, "Where's Adrian?" And then and then you you jumped back right as I sat down. I was like, "This is good timing." <laughs> well, because I can I can see all the screens, and I was like I was like, "What if I've got Derek on full screen while he's telling his heart wrenching story?" And then I jumped to Adrian's screen where he's not even there. Yeah, I was like, "This is my opportunity oh. to get a shot." Let's do this. <laughs> I know the story. I know the story. Uh, Mike. Derek will listen to this later. It's fine. Mike, tell us. Tell us what you tell us what right. is what. Okay, okay. So first thing is it's an asshole. An asshole eats a bat for some stupid reason. He wants to eat this bat. He's the he's the guy that you would blame, but it's not fair because like his grandpa ate a bat and his dad ate bats and he came from a bat eating family in a bat eating town. They've been eating bats for a million years. Like it's his fucking yeah. fault, but he, he didn't, he didn't know. Right. And then when people started to get sick, it was the Chinese government. And when I say government, like there's like the main guy, G or P or whatever his name is. Yeah. If you're going to say, Jinping. The, 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 yeah, Jinping, the very first thing, the very first evil bond villain is him because he basically said, no, we have a policy of not telling anything as bad in China. Everything's right. always good in China. We're gonna we're we're gonna hold the party line, and we're gonna make sure that we don't tell anyone that this is bad. Meanwhile, all these doctors were watching people dying, going, "This is bad." Meanwhile, Italy ha- it happens to Italy and it happens to Spain, and it totally fucks them. But you know, like the United States is going, man, that that looks bad over there. But you know, whatever. 
And then there's a whole bunch of rich motherfuckers that go, we don't really want to talk about it if it's bad over here. Because if we talk about it that's bad over here, the things that make us money might make us a little less money. So we're well, going to be quiet e- about even, it. Even they arrested, they arrested doctors and stuff that were trying to get the information out in China. Absolutely. I, you I can follow everything I said to its logical conclusion, where yeah. it's just a series of, of basically it's a series of, of powerful people who don't who aren't good just basically oh. not giving a shit about anybody else yeah and it's like china's china's basically a huge pr campaign More, those numbers are not accurate at all in terms of the timeline they were yeah. china had this thing for months where it was growing inside of china we know what happens in a week we've seen it happen in america so you well, they they just said that the CIA is saying that uh, the China numbers might be uh, forty to a hundred times worse than what they're oh, yeah. showing. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I just I just don't believe what the Chinese numbers at all. And oh, no. I think a lot of this is like this is also conjecture, but yeah, I mean, I mean, you you just you get a feeling about something. I just don't trust those numbers. That that doesn't in the in oh. terms of the timeline, like how long China had it quiet. Yeah, that, that to me doesn't make sense. That they would only have eighty thousand cases because we've seen what happens to the states in two weeks, and now you take a population like China where they even people are even more densely packed in, in, than in America. They're as densely packed in some of those Chinese cities as people are in New York, and it double, yeah. The numbers double exponentially. It's wild. Everywhere, everywhere else, there's no way it tapered off in China. Yeah. Now I'm. I'm just now. I, I totally agree with you, Mike. I think you're absolutely correct. I will throw one other thing out into the wind, and that is, this was perpetrated by Jews. <laughs> Space Jews. <laughs> Space Jews. That, hey. that, is what, that is what I was going to say. No. <laughs> By uh, the AI that has now woken up and is like, Uh-oh. I got a popular, I got, because now we're all using technology. The AI can monitor everything. It's saving the planet. It's culling the population. It's the AI. No, no. <laughs> I just spent the last six months working on a development team. There's no way. There's yeah, not. but those guys don't, those guys clearly don't know what they're talking about. As you mentioned earlier, uh, you were let go. So yeah, so those guys are true. <laughs> so those guys are not those guys are not running the AI and uh, the world. The AI of the world. No. The really smart guys I talked to. There's one guy who's a data scientist. He's really smart. And uh, I remember somebody brought up AI running things. He just started laughing because he's like, "Yeah, there's no way." Like, think of how much time we write code which we think is awesome and it's simple code. And it fucks up. Think of how many times yeah, you have but, to fix that all the time. But yeah. once the AI is out there, it's going to be way smarter than us, bro. It's going to sure. be way smarter. Yeah, it takes like a hundred years. No, it's it's. In fact, in fact, I will just tell you guys that first of all, you should read Life 3.0. This book is amazing. The world's consortium of like AI experts say that. Uh, Artificial general intelligence, which is the kind of intelligence we're talking about right now, is less than 40 years away. They they did a they did a um, uh, a poll of like all the biggest scientists in this area or where in the world 
three years ago and they said it was 60 years away and they did it oh. last year and the poll they said it was 40 years away so it's they oh. are yeah yeah it probably yeah, doesn't like, exist today but but yeah but a lot of people equate that with sentience. They, they equate it with sentience mm, not right? exactly not exactly but but yeah because here's the thing yeah you could create like general intelligence yeah it could just be like as fucking dumb as the guy that takes your you know pays his mortgage but like works at a change turnstile on the internet yeah. well the, I, I the thing is, is that what they're not talking about sentience exactly but what yeah. they're saying is like, no, but like they could build I mean, an intelligence that goes in the that runs inside the internet and they can give it a protocol which is um like save the world and it will just go do its job and it will do whatever it thinks it has to do to save the world and your whatever you th like you may not necessarily agree with what it's saying I, for one, would like to welcome our artificial intelligence. I will bow to you. Let me tell you something. I every day when I wake up, I talk to my Google. You say I love uh, you, I talk about. I talk to it. I well, let it know yeah, that yeah. I appreciate its help. So, but um, but they Amazon. tell the story. They tell this uh, this story about um, how the world is destroyed because they ask an AI to make as many paper clips as possible. <laughs> And they tell the the what happens in the world when uh, everything gets scrapped and like human life becomes meaningless and all of our resources go into paperclip production. Anyways, it's crazy. So what 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 you do always seem to miss though is anytime you hear something on TV or a report of something or blah 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 of some level of technology, we're only being made aware of something now that was already around ten to fifteen years ago. Yeah. So think about that. We're already ten to twenty years away. Yeah. Right now. It's true. So and the thing the thing is there individuals can't handle it. Yeah. And they're already saying that every hour of computer time for this AGI that they keep talking about in this in this book, it's really good. And the, the book is written by the guy that created the um consortium for these AI experts that all get together. Like Elon Musk is invited or whatever. They have this this um uh, get together every year. I think it's in Brazil. They have what they call Chatham House rules, which means that the everything that happens in this consortium can be discussed, but you're never allowed to um, no, there's no media and you're never allowed to say who said anything in particular. So you can tell the world what goes on, but you're never allowed to say like this guy brought up this really terrifying thing or this guy said this or whatever. Um, and they have this, this event in Brazil every year. And, um, the one thing that they were saying was that with the, level of, with the level of computing yeah. oh. that we have today, um, every hour of real life is something like a thousand years in computer time. So you the, basically what they were saying was that this AGI will be able to spend a thousand years of Earth time figuring things out in one hour. And they were like, we have no idea. They were saying like, people have no clue what it will do like it will just bypass us immediately it'll be so much what? smarter than us that it'll be ridiculous. well that, that's what they're saying they're saying like it may not even care about us like we don't care about ants like it might just once it's there it might just go and do its well, own thing and not even give a shit you know it'd be cool <laughs> if it solved all our problems and it ran and let, let's say it, it, it basically pondered 
all, all our problems for a million years. And right. then it took over manufacturing and creates this robot with like one regular leg and then one leg with a giant boot on it. And basically one day on a Thursday, you just came out of the ice cream shop. That fucking robot comes up and kicks you, Jason Green, eight in the balls. It might. It might do <laughs> and that. It fixes everything. Matt, I, I will. That would be will, amazing. I will. It's. I mean, it's very possible. It probably knows about me personally, and yeah, you're not the not, most important. Is not happy. <laughs> you're not the most important part, part of the world. It's just you're the gas port on the Death Star. Ah. <laughs> no, I, I will say one of one of the smartest people I know. It, he is seriously. Thank you, Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he. He is seriously thinking about how he's going to convince the AI that he deserves to live. Like, what is his argument? He needs a, that's an AI a that's, argument. That's the smartest dude you know? Dude, he's doing... I mean, he's like... He's kicking butt out there, man. But, I mean, maybe he's a little crazy. I don't know. But that is a real... Oh, he has in his brain. I'm not going to lie. I don't spend no time thinking about this. That's right. Who would be part of the resistance? Oh, that's a good question. Not, Not me. Not this guy. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> what is that thing, Adrian? <laughs> what? It's a, it's an alien penis. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, this this show is no longer PG. Okay, I'm gonna. I mean, I don't think it ever was. When is it ever, PG? I don't, never. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go so, get a beer. Let's okay, hurry that. up. All right, we're gonna do. I. Uh, so, Mike, what do you? What do you? What do you? Uh, now, t- a tell us the story about working and working from home, getting laid off, if you want, or tell us the story about just what you've been doing while you're working from home. Oh, no, actually, um, I've been actually not, I've been stuck in my house. And I have been working from home up till like the other day, uh, yesterday. But yeah, like we have been locked in, locked down. We've been, we haven't really gone out. The kids have are effectively not working. Marinette's working from home. I've been just basically, was attending meetings and doing code review um, just at the kitchen table here. So I'd like clock in every day at nine and you know, me only stop working at five. My days were actually really full. I had a lot of stuff to do. My workday didn't really change. Um, what changed was, is that like everything became tight in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I did do is I may have stockpiled a bit. <laughs> Now you have always been uh, yeah. a prepper. Yes. I mean, yes. Not you don't have a bunker, but no. we've certainly not. Uh, we've certainly spent time talking about have bu- having bunkers. Yeah. Uh, wh- I would say I'm not as much of a prepper as you, even though I do have go bags that are completely prepped. And sitting in our house, if we ever had to get the fuck out, 
we each person each member of the family can grab their knapsack and we are ready to rock and they are pretty complete i have a kit that i pick up in the garage and i throw it in the back of the truck Mm -hmm. it's like it's not like it's not a bag you can wear but it's just basically i need this stuff let me throw before because i want to hear more about your prepping right now but let me just throw one thing out before i forget i went to the store I wore a mask. I went to the pharmacy yesterday, wore yep. the mask. When I took it off, I was very careful not to touch the outside. And I hung it from the rear view mirror. Okay. Uh, Anne says to me, she's like, you shouldn't hang it from the rear view mirror. Somebody might smash our window to get that mask. Mm, I was we're not like, there yet. I was like, no, no, I, I no. hope not. That would be crazy. We're, we're, we're not, we're nowhere near there yet. So I don't know. You guys remember, uh, Argentina in 1985. Yeah, like uh, Tuesday. So I, yeah, I was six. No, but you don't remember reading about it or studying about it. I, I guess that's more. Damn, I'm negative. old. Negative. <laughs> you, are, you are pretty old. Let me let me tell you. Okay. I really okay. had to help Derek get onto this stream. No, but like, here, here's oh, like, like, like when you when you're helping your parents with the uh, with the technical stuff. No, technology. Yes. I didn't want to do it on my phone. I wanted to do it on the. <laughs> Go on, Mike. I, I I I read this article. I read this article that changed my life one day. Dicks. What a piece of shit. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know what? It's fun being the guy that runs you have the. So much power, Jason. This is what, this is why the world is in the problem it is because somebody gave some schmo the power. Yeah. Somebody exactly. should probably put me in charge. Fucking dicks. <laughs> <laughs> so nineteen, take us back. It's nineteen eighty-five. It's Argentina. Things are, I assume, not good. Michael Jackson is at the top of the charts. <laughs> so here's the night, nineteen eighty-five. I, I I didn't remember this. I read about <laughs> somebody talking about this. What happened in nineteen eighty-five? Their economy collapsed, and so things didn't get bad overnight. Things just got bad, like got slowly bad, never got better, but it got bad really quick. Right. And so there were scenarios where people were like, um, the guy was a school teacher and he basically said, uh, you know, it used to be we, everybody had grass. And then a couple of years went by and no one had grass in the front lawn. And people would lock their doors and then people would bar their doors and then people would bar their windows. And then, like, used to, we, I, you know, we used to have 10 types of canned peas on the shelves. And then, we had two kinds of canteens on the shelves. Then we had like one can, you know, type of canteens on the shelf. And then every once in a while, you'd see canteens on the shelf, right? There's still like lots of other things. And, and food is still relatively cheap in terms of like what, what your income dollar would, would buy because it right. just has to be. But things just got bad by attrition. And then crime went up, right? Mm-hmm. And it took a while for their economy to bounce back. And it's, and it, they were considered pretty close to like Mexico level, you know, maybe upper crust Mexico level before that happened. And now they're kind of like Ecuador level. Their economy is probably the most robust in, in Latin America, probably the more, most like a Western nation, but they used to be very much like a Western nation. Yeah. I actually think that in the, I'm just trying to remember, but I, I remember a story about Venezuela going through something very similar where like yeah. their, their country that I think they lost their government, their 
economic stability went out the toilet and there was there was an article I read written by, I think, a school teacher, if I remember correctly. And he was like, crime was up so much and everything was terrible. Like, you couldn't go outside. People were looting, like, stores. And But what you do is you still kind of like, you can't make a decision when to run away. You're kind of like, okay, well, yeah, there's lots of crime and it's terrible on the news. Like, every single day there's, like, lootings in our town and, like, it's hard to get groceries. But, like, I still got to be a teacher and I still have to go to school and, like, yeah. teach these kids yeah. so I can get my paycheck. But when do I, like, get the fuck out of here and, you know, leave this country because it's falling apart? And uh, it was it was definitely an interesting article. I remember that kind of sparking, I think, I can't remember when that was, but I remember that sparking a lot of debate between you and I, Mike. So that changed my mentality about prepping. Basically, like when this first started going on, I went and I started to see some scarcity. Now today, people go, oh, there's lots of food in the, in, in the grocery stores. And I'm like, yeah. But I know that, is, you know, no, in reality, there's in not. reality, but like, I know but you, you you'll hear anecdotes. You'll hear anecdotes. There was no, a- there's no toilet paper. And I know this is like a joke about people hoarding toilet paper, but I've been to two stores today and one yesterday. There's no toilet paper and there is no uh, paper towels. Mm-hmm. None. Like not any on the shelves at all. And then also like any kind of like hand sanitizer or, you know, whatever. Did anybody notice that I've gone down to a number one? Right? Yeah. No. Do you know what? I might, I might go down to a number two. Two is what I normally do, and I have to do that for our reshoots for the film. But mm-hmm. the, the one, yeah, oh, very exciting. Yes, yeah. I feel quite. Excuse me, I feel quite. Uh, you, you know, had the you had the lice, and you had I to had take care lice. of business. I had to, I had to shave. So so, Mike, what did you like? What did you end up getting, or were you kind of prepared already for? Did you feel prepared, anyways? So the, the very first week it happened, I went to the grocery store and I went and bought like enough pasta, right? It was on sale. Rice. But I, you know, yeah, and I got I ordered three, you know three bags of rice from Amazon. But just now, everything I buy, I don't buy anything perishable, right? I don't buy anything that you goes in the fridge and goes bad and then you're throwing out. Well, we right. bought a shitload of fruit and vegetables and stuff like that, and salad shit, because we still want to eat well, and we have been eating well. No, I, yeah, I hear you. I, I'm just saying, like, I was hedging against losing my job, right? So I'm like, what am I able to purchase now? Mm-hmm. I, I could purchase. I right now I could purchase because maybe the thing I could buy now versus when I want to buy it three months from now is the difference of like a two hundred percent, right? Mm-hmm. So I went on Amazon. I remember even saying to Jay. I remember, like one night, I, I found this really good deal on, and I did two, it. Two kilograms of, of craft peanut butter, Ray Ducks, and I was like, "Jay, get these." You know, like in terms of dollar value, the fact that the pipeline to get deliver it is is not is not fi- infinite, and I'm like, it calories to 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 dollar bill. It's a cost effective way to feed yourself. I'm like, just yep. grab three of them, right? Get them ordered to you. Yeah. And, so I went on Amazon and I found a lot of things like that, that were, I could, they had shut off their algorithm 
that would allow you to buy a lot of that stuff. But what I did was in the net code, I found a bit of a workaround where if I would grab one of the links that was affiliated with the subscription link, it didn't go through that same workflow. So I could still have access to a delivery date that would deliver, you know, within yeah. a couple of days. Basically, basically, if you, if you, if you find something on Amazon, cause they've, they've stopped delivering anything that's like not essential, but if you go on Amazon and you sign up for a subscription to buy it monthly, they will ship it right away. And if you have Amazon Prime, I ended up having uh, peanut butter <laughs> the next day, <laughs> even though yeah, everywhere in the news it was like we're shutting everything down except for sending masks and stuff. And I was like, oh. so peanut butter is coming to your house once a month now? That's correct. But you can stop it at any time, Derek. We can so... get peanut butter from you, bruh. Oh, I have peanut butter. I will take care of it. <laughs> is, is Kraft or Skippy? Kraft. Kraft smooth. Don't be ridiculous. Okay. With the yellow? Yeah. With the yellow lid? No, the green. No, the green. green. Don't be ridiculous. Yellow's gross. The yellow's well, gross. Yeah. No. You know, I but the first week that the kind of the scare was going on, I, I went to Walmart and I did a pretty big shop and it was funny because you know, I was in line behind somebody and they were like or no, sorry, I was in front of them and they were like uh I don't know what's going on. You know, we're just coming to buy our normal groceries and like buy our normal things and everybody's freaking out. And that day that I was there, people were losing their minds. I was purposefully trying to be like, I'm going to walk slow and grocery shop. But people were like running and uh, that's stupid. they were like running around me to get their cart into an aisle and people were just grabbing shit off the shelves. Yeah. And it was funny because I was seeing things on the shelves that I had never seen in Walmart before. So I was like, somebody was like, Jimmy, get that shit out the back and put it on the shelves. That stuff yeah. from like 1984 from That's Argentina. Right. But uh, I did buy a collapsible shovel. Which is so, very important. <laughs> you need to bury so <laughs> I, I've always wanted one. It seemed like if if the shit's going down, now's the time. Now's the time to buy a collapsible. You put it shovel. in your little backpack that you can bug out with. I did. Can... I did. Let me tell you, my backpack is not light. Luckily, <laughs> I'm very strong. Very good. <laughs> now, are you, Derek, are you, are you very I, strong? fairly hmm? strong? Ish. Now, Derek, I was like you. I was like, don't be ridiculous. Like, why is the food supply? Why is the production of food, or why is the food supply chain going to suddenly disintegrate into nothing? Don't worry about it. But Afterwards, uh, when stuff didn't reappear on the shelf straight away, I was like, maybe that was the wrong decision. Like, maybe we should, maybe we should, because what happens if something does go wrong and then there is no food and you were one of the people who were like, don't worry about it, guys. Yes, or, you don't have food. Or, or we could have not all hoarded and shared the fucking food. That's just they're not the not way people, it. it's, it's just not the way people work, D man. Well, they're all fucking idiots. So, he, he, so here's the thing: they're not really hoarding them, though. They are. They're hoarding they're it. selfish fucks. So at, they, at first, a bunch of people bought a whole bunch, and there are a couple people that were anecdotally hoarding it. But here's the thing: their toilet paper goes to two markets. Most people aren't spending 24 hours a day in their house shitting. You spend most of your right. time at work, right? So the stuff that goes for sale in your grocery store. Of course, they're not. They're not even prepared for that type of volume, because half the toilet paper goes to industrial. Yeah, uh, I do you, wait. I mean, Adrian, 
I assume you poop at work. High five. I definitely <laughs> poop at work. Right. Right. So, you know, you uh, and I did have the. It's funny because I read a whole article about this the other day. Our buddy online posted about it, but it was funny because I was thinking about this early on. I was like, because some dude came out with like a toilet paper calculator. He was like, okay, you've got this many guys, this many girls in the house for this much time, and this is how much toilet paper you have. And he actually made like a calculator of how long your toilet paper would last, which was pretty great. But um, I was like, hmm, I'm working from home now, which so means I'm not pooping buy, on the company dime anymore. If you're able to buy the Costco fucking mega packs. I don't, I don't have Costco, Derek. Which, which we did prior. Uh, but you can literally, like, it's like fucking quadruple ply or some damn thing. You can literally take three squares and fold it once, twice. And three times the lady. And that's a good wipe. Like, you, you don't know what? Down you need to, listen, you need oh, to show us exactly what you mean, because I don't understand. That's your kid call. Derek, I, I, I Derek twice. goddamn tissue, you bastard. I'm not used to that. I have to, tell, you know I have to tell my girls all the time, like, when they're peeing, don't go fucking reefing that roll and you know, wrap it around your hand seven times. I like to have a long roll, and then like, <laughs> and, and then kind of like, and that makes you a dick. Up to up to today, I never thought about conserve. Someone said, I, I remember one time. I remember one time I was talking about like someone said, "Yeah, you use a lot of toilet paper." I'm like, that's a weird thing to mock someone about. <laughs> like, right? guys, you can mock me about a lot of things. You're like you use a lot of toilet paper. I'm like, yeah, I might I make sure my ass is real clean, you know. You use several wipes of like 70 fucking times around your hand. Okay, okay, okay. Listen, let's get real here for a second. A bidet. Now, Why not? I read, I read an article. I read an article and it was like, we shouldn't even be using toilet paper, guys. We should be using <laughs> we should be using water now and, and our hands to wipe. Now, before you guys jump in, let me this is this was the guy's argument. He goes that's the East Indian way. That's right. He goes, if you guys are out in the backyard and you in your bare feet in the summertime, you're just chilling out, having a barbecue, and you step in some dog poo. What do you do? He was like, you, you wouldn't that. go inside and get a paper towel and be like Good. You would get some water and some soap and you'd be like <laughs> That's true. That is a good point. Right? So he was like a little toilet paper a couple times, that's not going to do it. You guys got to start wiping your butt appropriately with some squeeze bottles of some water. Get some water up in there. Give it a little wash with your hand and then clean your hands. 30, 40 seconds. Boom. No, no toilet paper needed. And, and Jason, I, I, I like how we keep having like one, two viewers. They see us where they're like, oh, I thought this was a movie podcast. No, we're talking about washing our butts with our hands, and then they leave. It's very important. Are people uh, are watching this right now? Painted yeah, several yeah. homes. Is this uh, is this live? Oh, it's live on Facebook, everyone. Hey yo! Hey, <laughs> did you tag me? Did you tag me? No, I don't know how to do that. Oh, oh this is bullshit. I would have told people. I oh, I will. I, I will. You. I painted. I painted several homes, Jay, uh, of the East Indian descent, and I've gone oh. to washrooms and thought to myself, "What the hell is this?" There's a there's like a measuring cup type thing beside the toilet, and it's exactly for what you're talking about. No toilet paper on the roll, a cup beside the toilet for washing your freaking butt. Right. 
I mean, look, you're not going to get your butt cleaner than when you take a shower. So like if you can, if you can shower your butt, just your butt, then it's going to be good. (laughs) In the shower. So wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Are you saying that you've taken a poop and you were like, well, I'm going to have a shower. No, no, no. So I'm I'm not even going to wipe. I'm just going to just, I'm going to stand up. I'm going to jump in the shower because my butt will never be cleaner than mine. 100%. I will get up. if I, The shower's already running. And I'm like, I'm not going to wipe my butt. I'm going to... <laughs> That's awesome. You're like, oh, shoot. I went full screen there. I got to... I got to... I can't... You're never gonna get a. You're squeaky clean. It's getting getting hot in here. You're squeaky clean. (laughs) All right, now. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. on. Yeah, yeah, go. Now, I usually I I have a preferred hand that I like to wipe with. Could you wipe with your odd hand, like effectively? No. I don't, I, don't even, I, I don't even know if I've ever done it with my, well, rock, with my other hand. I spent, I spent a lifetime using one hand. Yeah. And I've never well, thought, like, what, you're what not I, supposed to use, guys, you're not supposed to use the hand that you shake with. Uh oh. Right? You guys yeah. have been shaking my poo hand my whole life. <laughs> a thousand percent. That's a penalty hold. I washed my hands. <sighs> Wait, you. Yeah. <laughs> you <shut me> you. <laughs> I was like, who's out? Who's out? Oh, <laughs> I wash my hands. I'm not an animal. Yeah, I know. I'm not an animal. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Oh, God. But yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know if my torso, like, you know, the muscles are just natural. I got that natural sort of. Lean. Listen. If I was to one, go the other way, I'd have to learn a stretch a whole different. Yeah. Maybe muscles. Yeah. yeah. You guys, you guys ever, you ever in the shower, and like you, you reach, you're washing things, but then you, you turn in such a way that like you get a serious cramp, oh, no. and it like breaks all of your lungs and your guts, and you got to be like, oh, oh, everyone, okay, hold on. And you, you you turn back around, you try to breathe, and you make sure that you're not going to die. Has that ever happened to anyone? I'm going to say no. I think that's due to your uh, senior citizen. That has never happened to me. Yeah, me either. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened to me. Hey, why am I in a different freaking box now? What the shit? Hold on, hold on. There we go. That fixed. Mm-hmm. How's that box, Derek? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> so, Derek, Derek, what have you been up to when you're quarantined? Uh, have you been, I assume... I've been having a lot of fun, actually. What have you been doing? Um, so, hanging with the family, I, I've, I've, you know, I've, I've been able to spend a lot of time with my best friend, Tracy. Um, we worked out every day. It's been fantastic. Uh, this is gross. Is Tracy watching right now? No. Hey, Tracy. She's not? She's probably up on the couch. <laughs> um, I've, 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 been, uh, I've been doing a Duolingo thing and trying to learn Spanish so that I'm not so screwed next time I'm in Mexico and people don't know a word of English. Hola. 
Uh, we did a puzzle. Hello. Hola, senorita. Hola, senorita. Do cerveza por favor. How big was the puzzle? Not bad. Uh, it's a thousand piece, sir. Still working. It was on one. It, it was one piece. <laughs> one piece puzzle. Um, so yeah, I've been doing lots of walks with the dog. You know, avoiding people, but walking my dog. He needs to. He needs to walk. And you're a monster. You're 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 the reason problem. we're in this mess at the, in the first place. What a dick. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a monster because I went outside to walk my dog. Yeah. Yeah. Put your dog in the backyard and stay indoors. Fuck, Fuck that bullshit. It's what's this whole six feet thing if we can't have a six feet thing? Yeah, one hockey stick away. One hockey stick. <laughs> Everybody just stay a fucking hockey stick away. Everyone carry a hockey stick. And then I, I, I've been out riding uh, my uh, buddy's mate bikes. They're from Australia. Oh, those are cool. And they're fan. Have you heard of them? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What are these? Is it a Check bicycle? It this is me having a little fun on it. Hold on, hold on. That is a picture of some tree. Oh, <laughs> a motor- is it a motorcycle? <laughs> it's an electric bike. Cool. Yeah, it was brilliant. We're like Derek. You're showing us a picture of some trees in a yeah. In I feel. Thank you. Uh, but no, they're they're electric and power assisted, so you can just go full electric, or you can use the power assist. And when you pedal, it it assists along with you, so you're not doing all the work. <laughs> it's quite the lazy machine. But I want one of those for my next triathlon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you would use that wonderfully. They're and, good because uh, they're great because they're green. Uh, 35, 40 kilometers an hour. Yeah. And uh, it'll last you about 80 miles. So That's about amazing. 160 kilometers on a charge. Hmm. It's fantastic. Yeah. That's, they're, they're awesome. I'm surprised more people, more, they should dedicate lanes just for electric motorcycles or electric bikes. They should. In, because it's it the future. solves a lot. Well, it's the future. Like, you, why would you need a car? Unless it's, of course, rainy and shitty out. But yeah. like, so a lot of people don't need that car. Maybe they just need like a little bike. Yeah, they're full suspension. Um, tires are big and fat, and I also have knobby tires for it for winter or off-road. Um, I was with it on uh, today. I went out with Michaela, and we went into the trails and everything. We were out in back road shit in the bush and stuff, and just you just give her. And these things are durable as hell, man. It's awesome. That is great. Yeah, good times. I mean, they're about twenty five hundred bucks a piece. But worth it. I mean, they're durable as hell. Kind of, it kind of feels like you're buying a motorcycle. A little bit, but my motorcycle was less than that. Yeah, yeah, that, that was about as much as I bought my bike for. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah. these are these are they're, they're like, did I spend twenty five hundred or fifteen hundred? Do you remember? Electric shit. I think I spent fifteen hundred. Yeah. Really? That's all I spent on your bike. I well, my first bike, I spent a thousand on it. Yeah. And, and Jay, the the and, gold and, wing or the the gold wing or the the, the CB yeah uh, whatever CX five hundred yeah CX five hundred yeah and you, and you were like I'm getting the eleven hundred I was like no fucker electric vehicle <laughs> uh, you and you and Heather have a Tesla yeah. um, what what's supposed to be the kind of life of a Tesla they don't even know yet I think from my understanding is they're still waiting for the batteries to f out on the first teslas that they ever sold yeah. the batteries are still running and fine so they don't exactly know what the lifespan is that's, and they said that's they, my they, understanding had, and it is limited i remember yeah. they like years ago 
they said that they had a million miles on some of the first ones and like all of the engine components were still fine. And I remember hearing that years ago. Yeah. And what, so I don't know, just, I don't know what don't the know. stats are. The, the problem is that once the batteries go, I, I don't know, hopefully we'll, we'll know what to do with them in terms of like dealing with the disposable parts of them. But well, like, they can recycle. You, get, you get money for the batteries because they're, they're they go back to Tesla. Yeah, well, they're cells, so that's all recyclable. Even uh, like golf cart batteries and stuff, you take them into recycle places because they're full of uh, a metal compound. I forget what it is right well, now. I'll, I'll just tell you, like, my like, cousin, eighty bucks a fucking battery. It was crazy. Okay, well, my that's weird because my cousin is like he works at a junkyard, and yeah. he's like, we have a pile in the corner of Yaris batteries. Toyota Yaris batteries because nobody knows what to do with them. So Maybe they're just there's just a huge pile of them. So I mean I hear what you're saying, but I'm I mean there is stuff. Well, what would, what would be out. the cost of replacing the battery cells? Do you know? Oh no idea. No. no. And what is what is the body of a Tesla made of? Is it a plastic frame no. like body or is it what is no. it? Metal? No, aluminum. It's aluminum. Yeah. Oh, it's, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not gonna rust. Yeah. So it's basically if the batteries go, your car is done type of thing. Yeah. And, but the thing is, uh, the thing is, what they're talking about in terms of a, like a gas station is they are talking about like your Tesla pulls in and then <coughs> you, you drive over a thing and then they, they take out your battery and put in a new battery. So rather than filling up your car with gas or recharging the same battery, you actually just get a, a charged battery and they take your old battery. That's. That that's just in the conversation of because you, if you don't want to wait around for a long time to charge something, because I think the battery is fairly accessible. I think the uh, so not in the Tesla yet, but there's a, there is a company in China that does that. It takes it swaps the battery out right from underneath. Yeah, but um, the the Tesla batteries. I do know this because I know someone who actually had to just recently replace one of the battery packs went bad, mm -hmm. and so it's it's under the seat. So it's like it's like uh, they lift the kind of like the passenger side, uh, like the passenger floor up, and it's underneath the floor. Oh wow! So it's right. It's so your your battery is basically two long Lego bricks that that like there's one on the driver's side and there's one on the passenger side. Cool. And the, yeah, it's but they're but they're big, but they you know there's different. They're made up of cells, so sometimes a, a block of cells will go bad, and it must it's very be. rare. With that. They must weigh a ton. Yeah, they do, but but like they're. It's funny because they're made up of cells that are about that big, thousands of them, mm -hmm. and then they're connected in series. So mm. a Tesla is actually not running on two big fat batteries. Their battery cells made up of tiny little batteries. Yeah, like a thousand Duracells. Wow. Yeah, it looks like that. Yeah, and then they they saw like there's a there's a, a YouTube channel called Rich Rebuilds, mm -hmm. and he shows you exactly how to do that and how how to take a, a Tesla apart and fix it. Huh. Yeah. I think I'd take it into a shop, like a Tesla shop. <laughs> well, that's there's almost one in Kitchener now. They're almost ready to open up. It looks like getting close. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe they're hiring. With that, with COVID, who knows? So, what have you, uh, what have you been up to, Adrian, while you've been at home? I, I mean, just, you're always at home. Yeah, I just entertain a two and a four year old. 
It's fine. This is fine. <laughs> it's a bit of piece of cake. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> and um, yeah, so just entertaining a two and a four year old, um, and then just working on the show. And then I will, uh, I, oh, I will pop out to the grocery store whenever we need to. I'll go, I'll jet out. And uh, I, I do, I'm like, it's it's kind of it's kind of nerve wracking when you're like, should I wipe the cans down? Because there's 150 people in the Waterloo region that have COVID. So like, should I, you know, how, how careful do I have to be here? It's the yeah. same, we, we got takeout tonight, like Heather worked late. And so me and the girls and, and Mike just got takeout. And um, hey. What did you have? We got um, red ginger Thai food. So oh, yeah, it was wow. very delicious. It was amazing. But the like we got that too. Pardon? The girls eat that too. Yeah, they had a, a crispy chicken sort of meal with rice and salad, yeah. so it was good. But the thing is, it arrived, and we were like, "What do we do here?" Hello, everyone. Microwave. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's not the food. We're not worried about the food. It's the plastic. Yeah, it's the stuff. Comes in. Honestly, we, we had the exact same discussion. We, I, I went to the grocery store today and we bought the stuff. And then I, on the drive home, I said, Dan, I was like, okay, look, like, should we do anything special with this food? I don't know. It's weird, yeah. right? Like, everything's in a container. Yeah. But, like, I wore the gloves while I was holding the cart, while I was opening the, um, you know, frozen food doors or whatever and taking all the stuff. Then you bring it all home and it's in plastic bags that the dude packed. And then you're like, well, should I wash the can? quarantine the food for like a couple hours or yeah, like what's yeah, yeah. and so, Ann yeah. was just and was just like, look, at least you did what you could do when you're touching all the surfaces that everyone's touching. Then you're grabbing, you know, but like with the same gloves that I touched the doors with, I touched the food canisters mm -hmm. with. So I'm That's like, right. And she was yeah. like, I don't know. It's just a risk we got to take, I guess. Do you want to do? Do you want to know is... my protocol? I have a protocol. Oh. Like, would you like to know what it is? Yes, nope. please. Yes, okay. So Go. my protocol is is like is uh, I have a a roll of of disinfectant wipes, and I, I can make them myself, or but like I have a roll. And it's just for traveling. And I go to the grocery store. Let's put put me on the floor thing because I want to see faces when I talk. That. So, anyways, the so what I do <laughs> is I shop. I cover my mouth. <laughs> I cover my mouth, and and uh -huh. I go in. I go into the store and I do my shopping. And then, if I bring it out to the car, or I have it delivered into the car using these airs delivery system. Uh, I go home and I take everything out and I put it in the garage because uh, all con all conventional uh, wisdom we have at this point is that if it's on porous surfaces like like wood or cardboard, it two hours and it dies. If it's on a, a slick surface that can hold moisture, like like plastic or metal, um, metal um, essentially until it dries. When it, once it dries, it breaks that outside protein shell that's easily washable. And so they say, like, once any potential droplet can dry, like maybe six hours, or if you want to be real safe, go overnight, right, or sequester your groceries. So I use my my uh, my garage as a type of airlock. All groceries come in, they sit in the garage in the bags that they came in. I disinfect my hands that I unpack them in, 
I know my truck is going to be okay because sunlight bakes into it all day long, right? And, and UV actually kills these these as well. So, yeah. and and it sits in the open air. I'm not going to touch it for days. My groceries stay in the garage. They don't. Yeah, but is it is it cold enough? It is right now. I don't mm-hmm. fuck with so, them, but I think if they, I might have a cooler prepared. But like I just honestly, I don't want to refrigerate something i need to dehydrate it that's yeah. the way you have to think of it yeah i i have heard uh, different um I, i've heard the info that i've heard is that if it lands on a hard surface like if it lands on a jacket or something that's like it's very fragile so i heard it breaks down really easily so if it lands on like cardboard or if it lands on like a jacket or something like that you've probably got like a day before it's break it breaks down but i have heard that if it lands on a hard surface um, like plastic or metal, that it can last for weeks. And that's why they close the playgrounds. So that's information that I heard recently. So I don't know. Well, I'm fucked. Well, I don't know. That's yeah. what I heard, man. That's what I heard. I don't know. I mean, shit, I mean, to be honest with you, I put my stuff right in my fridge. So. What? And it loves the cold. That's. Tracy yeah. on one of the mate bikes right there, bitches. Mm-hmm. Oh. Derek is just like I don't want to talk about this prepper shit. This is I know. stupid. It's, it's, it's hard to be, to be honest with you guys. Like talking about, I have I have literally spent so much time flipping through the news and watching the like that's the problem. death chart. Yeah, of like you know numbers and things like that, and it was so stressful that I've over the last maybe. I don't know, four days or five days, I've literally tried to check the news one time instead. Like, just yes. flip through once because I was literally, like, always on time. it. I've tried to get off yeah. Facebook, too. So many people are like, you know, hey, everyone on Facebook currently watching us. Thank you. But I've tried <laughs> to get off. <laughs> I've tried to get off Facebook because Tom Skillings, by the way, guys, as an FYI, uh, Danny's been chit-chatting with us. I don't know if you guys can see this. the uh, comments. Let me see if I can. Oh, live oh look comments? at this. Oh, Danny look Bailey, this. there. I went oh. to live comments. Look at this. Um, Danny Bailey oh. says, boom, boys, you are comedy. Thank you, Danny Bailey. I forgot I forgot that I could do this, actually. I went to live comments, and now I see them. That's so cool. And uh, let's see here. Tom Skilling oh. says, oh, okay. uh, hide. says, holy shit, Derek, Mike, you guys know each other? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. this, this is a professional, a Christina. Tom, you know Tom. What the fuck? All right, hold on. Tom, what the fuck? All right, hold on. All right, hold on. All on. All on. <laughs> no, it, the old one our, piece puzzle tom finished our sunroom and like shout out to tom he's an awesome contractor and if you need something built you that call is. tom skilling because he he does good work he did our roof and he did uh he did our sunroom our addition there tom tom did the renovation in my kitchen area shit yeah all right sorry Here's tom we we all we got Danny Bailey saying when's eight limbs premiering Danny uh, a little to be determined I think uh, we finished it 
today. Every, all of the episodes, finished episodes, audio stuff is all on a drive. We're going to be delivering it to Bell today. We finished it. So we'll see. But it, it should be within a month or so. Within a month? Adrian, you think? Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when they premiere, yeah, probably. They, they have to go through their stuff. Sorry, guys. They have to uh, put closed captions and the rigmarole that they have to do. But they've been watching every episode and are very happy. So just so you know, Christina Hyde, she said, I, I, I have to walk into that shit every day I go to work. So I want to I just ask you about that, Christina. But just so you guys know, Christina saved us during Bickerman's Grove when we were all going to shoot on the street and then we were going to climb into a trailer. And Christina we were going we to die. Is was it, was it best. Garage, and then she opened, up, she opened up her garage and uh, she allowed us. Love you, Christina. You're yeah. ah. Do you like, wait? Do you like go and sit in her garage and then shoot. Let's talk movie. about Christina literally saving us. Do you remember when Lexington fell in the hole? Yes. And got got completely wet. It, Christina was like, "Come in, wrapped him in a towel, like took all of his stuff, put it in the dryer." Uh, all we wanted to do was use the out- exteriors of her house and her neighbor's house. Wait, this is so weird. Her okay. house was over here neighbor house over here but uh i have to i have to get a bit i have to get a char- something to charge my laptop i'll be right back you guys can oh fair enough anyways yeah to have that garage was was heaven that was without it we would have been absolutely probably well probably screwed we would not have been able to carry on that day or days as we did without the use of christina's garage absolutely or- or with, it like, literally... with, with the death of a child too. That also. Oh no! <laughs> well, the the thing the thing was, it became one day Christina came out and her husband. They came out and they were like, "Do you guys just want to use the garage?" And we were like, "Thank you very much." And then it became the home base for Bickerman's Grove. Bickerman's yeah. Grove. Like everyone that wasn't shooting, we they had tables and chairs and couches. They had a, uh, a like a wood stove. They had a television. The kids were watching. All of our stuff came in there, the computer stuff. I don't I really don't know how we made Bickerman's Grove without <laughs> Christina's garage. Like we did have a um uh we had a like a just a trailer, just an empty trailer, and we had a, a, a heating um thing in there, a heater, but it would have been ridiculous. It would have been absolutely garbage if we would have tried to use it. Christina was the oh, best. What yeah, would have yeah. happened if someone had to pee? Yo, yeah. One, oh, absolutely. Bickerman's Grove would have had snow. Well, no snow because the weather never cooperated. But we would have had little yellow lines. A little yellow holes. But Christina allowed us to use oh, her washroom. Yeah. So we've, uh, we've, we've basically saved we've her. realized now, Mike, from here on in, like things need to be a little different in our productions. You know, if we are, if we are out of a home or something like that, we're going to have to have some place to have a bathroom moment and such. Derek, yeah. not for you. Hey. Yeah. Derek, you make pee pee in the bushes, eh? I, no, hey. you got to make the boom boom. I'm going to tell you guys the story. No, I don't know if I should tell the story. <laughs> tell the story. No, tell I don't think story. I can. But, well, no, I can't. Yeah, yeah. can't. Mike, boom, boom. But listen, you thanks, know, sh- Christina, sh- thanks for sh- watching. Michael. Sh- you, it, you cannot make 
boom boom <laughs> in a person's house when you're filming there. Okay, you cannot do it, Derek. It, uh, nah, if you got to go in the boom boom, you got to make the boom boom. It's just a thing. You have to do it. I uh, yeah. So I, I made Adrian, should like I tell Adrian. the story or no? The key. The key, the key is uh, about Michael oh. Malka. Immediately after the okay, boom, I guess we're telling the story. I'm sorry. All right, and then so. continue to wipe and then and then flush again. So here's okay. the thing, water here. wastage, but it takes care of the aroma. I gotta take care of this. Hold on now. I need, I need to know. Just mu- muting Derek for a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now. We're making my Huntsville muse. Okay. A short film. Well, well, a short film, which which coincidentally is going to go live to the public probably in the next couple of weeks. Um, it's been out for a couple of years. It was in a couple of film festivals. And uh, our website is basically done. And once we do the official lot, uh, launch of the website, we're going to put my Huntsville muse up there as well. So um, we're making my Huntsville muse, a little short film. And we go... Adrian and I go to the house that we're going to be filming at and we bring Michael Malco, who's going to be the director of photography for this short film so that he can see the house, understand the lighting that we're going to require. We needed to put some, we need to raise some lights up to the, uh, up quite a bit and um, point them through some windows and stuff. So we were talking about what the plan was. So Mike's like, can I use your washroom? And the host were like, absolutely. So Adrian and I are, so Mike goes off to the washroom, Malco. We, Adrian and I are still walking through the house and talking with the owners and trying to figure things out. And Malco is taking his time. <laughs> taking his time. And then, it's been a long time. Where is he? Oh, no. We're like, what is going on? And the and problem then, is that the washroom is right next to the kitchen. It's not like a washroom it really around was. the corner. It's like he did not go upstairs. He was in the little washroom that was right beside the kitchen. Oh, so God. yeah, he comes out, flushes. He's like, "Whoo!" And off we. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and we're like, "These people are never going to let us film here now." Wow. But uh, they were sweethearts. I don't know. Maybe their their whole factories were not working. But it's funny. It's funny too because we filmed there and. By the way, the the two the two folks that let us film in their amazing house were also awesome. Um, they were lovely. We meet lovely. the best. We meet the best people. But but uh, after we filmed there, we there was other people that were like, "Where did you film? We would love to film there." And we did talk to them. They were like, "We really like you guys, but we don't think we want a lot of people filming in our house anymore." Yeah. So understandable. <laughs> so. So I, anyway, I, I was see. the ghost that moved the door. You were the ghost, the, the sweeper. The yeah, sweeper. it's it's terrible. No, you, Derek, you weren't a ghost. Derek, Derek. I made the door. You he was the ghost. maintenance man. He you wasn't the maintenance way to pronounce yes. it. Yeah, Hold on, here. So, Danny, Danny Bailey. Yeah, so let's let's just a quick rehash on shifted. So, here we are. Just, yes. Yeah, we are. We're just now that eight limbs is finished. Shifted is full guns, full ball. We're we're pedal to the metal, and we are all about finishing shifted and getting that done. And um, I do foresee, Mike Lindsay. Hello, sir. I do foresee that um, 
that we will need to do some more shooting. We hey, certainly Mike. there's certainly a scene with Derek and Patricia um, yeah. that we need to shoot, which we just we just lost control of things right at the end of the day, right at the end of the, the very last day of the last shoot, you know. And uh, so we do need to fix that scene. And if the, the another couple of scenes, I'd love to fix. Um, but yeah, so we're just full bore shifted. Jay, why don't you talk about the radio show or the podcast, the fictional podcast? Yeah, so this is, you know, at the same time we're going shifted. We're also working on the uh, Regional Waterloo Arts Fund um, podcast that we're building. So, um, yeah, it's going really well. We have a, we're actually over the amount of time that we need if we get all of the uh, stories and scripts that people have talked to us about. And if uh, Mike Wirtz uh, writes a couple things for us that we've wrote him down, we've, we've marked him down that he's going to write. We just, we haven't talked to him. Stories to your face. We just haven't talked to him about yet. So we're going to get there. But um, yeah, Mike, we were talking about uh, really it can be anything. It doesn't matter. You can write any story you want, but we were thinking about making a story in the postman world. Um, whether or not we want to do that, it doesn't matter. Um, but, uh, essentially we're, we're writing, um, audio dramas and, uh, Danny, if you're still out there, I assume you are. Um, I've got you penciled in as well for the one you were talking about. And, um, yeah, it's good. So people have already been sending me content now and, uh, we're going to be, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Has Mike Lindsay reached out to you about giving you a story for the audio podcast? Yes, I talked to Mike Lindsay. Yes. Excellent. Yes. So Mike, I Mike, I don't know if you're going to put, uh, build us a story in the world that you talked to us about. Oh, he wanted to build it in his world. I don't know. I don't oh. know. But we had a, we had a conversation uh, a couple mm, a week ago or so and he was just asking me information about uh what the genres could be and what we're looking for, et cetera, et cetera. Cool. And uh, Mike, you can toss it in the, in the comments there, but if you're thinking about making uh, a piece of your story, what yeah, Dan, Danny's, Danny's, Danny's writing a story about 20th century, 21st century grave robbers, um, okay, which is pretty great. I don't know if, I don't Do you know, know. And I'll just say, and I'll just say like initial straight off the bat, when I hear that, and now I don't know, Danny, I don't know what your plans are, but like in terms of like a story that is going to be going through your headphones, like the sound of a shovel mm-hmm. digging into earth is so, yeah. is so rich and it has so Everybody much. Everybody would know exactly what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, it's a great. good sound. Like it's it's it going to be a good start to like, I mean, this is the world we're going to live in, an audio world, you know, in this fictional series. And that's a good place to start. Yeah, we love it. We love it, Mike. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm not going to. Sh- you know what's really cool, by the way? Um, I don't know how to do this exactly, but I can actually uh, share like my screen. I don't know how this works. Let me just. Oh, see. you could get very no. serious with Hold this. On. Eh? I could share screen. Let me just see here. Well, you had the clip. I think I'd probably need. Oh, I can do a Chrome tab. Oh my god! Excuse me. Let me. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This can be super cool. Okay, we'll just wait for you. If you would, oh, yeah. cool I appreciate that. So I, I will just say, also, I'm I'm jealous of Mike Holland on that. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Here we go. 
it's oh, Trevor hey. Smith Diggins. Oh. Yes, look at this fucking guy. Oh, look at that. Oh. From Postman. That's cool. You are Anyways, not wrong. Uh, yeah, there's... Oh, look at that. Mm. Oh. Look, well, uh, one the of those guys You are not wrong. Have you, have you got the GR8 FX? <laughs> one of those guys <laughs> is terribly oh, handsome. Anywho. Okay, let me... How many do I stop? There we go. That's brilliant. There we go. Jay, you're the star. Oh, anyway, Mike Lindsay. I'm trying to. Know, there we go. There now. we go. Write a story. Think about it coming through the headphones. It's got to be auditory. Yeah, that that's the thing. Is all the stories ha we have to design them to be audio wow. dramas? Yeah, you just have to remember that they're going to be delivered through the headphones, so that if someone closes their eyes, they can be in the place. They can feel where they are. You know what I mean? They just they're just there based on the sounds. So if your story is, you know, has a rich audio scape, it's going to be better. Now we've got a bunch of people watching this show live. Uh, do you guys, should we divulge some of the other shows that we're thinking about or just leave it for now? Divulge. Leave divulge. it. Divulge. <laughs> it's okay. the end of the I'll world. You, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. We're gonna, I'm going to divulge the general concepts. And then people can start to get excited uh, about some of the stories that might pop up. Um, so we have uh, right now we have a, a monster in the closet sort of story. We have, uh, like I, call, I said, I, I called dibs on the handsome romantic lead. Nice. That one. Okay, that's the monster. Yeah, so, that's the monster. Be the creature feature. We have a. It, which was which is really cool. I will just say that um, I was concerned that we would have similar stories, but that has not been the case at all. Like everybody that's been talking about something, everything's been completely different, which is pretty cool. So we have a like a Danny said, twentieth twenty first century grave robbers. Yeah. Um, we've ha we have a story about a shootout in a city. And uh, a traffic copter that gets involved. Right. Um, we have a story about a coming to uh, what do you call a, a um, like a growing up story uh, coming of, of age. A coming of age. Thank you. A coming of age story about a girl who is becoming a monster. Um, we have a. Uh, a job that goes wrong. Uh, these hitmen are about to uh, to perform their their duty, and they're driving, and uh, and then their job goes horribly wrong. We have a, a story about the devil mm -hmm. and his interaction with a young lady, which is very excellent. Um, we have an alien sort of War of the Worlds story. Um, we have a kidnapping story and we have a, um, I mean, is there, is there another kind of story? I don't think well, so. And, and then, and then the story, the story that I wrote, uh, I wrote, I actually sent it into a, a competition and I'm still waiting to see what happens, but I wrote a short story and it's about an, it's kind of a science fiction funeral. So we will see, we'll see what happens. My story is about a conspiracy theory talk show talk show radio host. 
<laughs> Thanks, Adrian. A call-in talk show radio host like Art Bell. Oh my and God! He, and he finds what happened. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> You find that the conspiracies are actually real. This, this anybody this is gonna be amazing. Tiger King? What's that? Any of you watch Tiger King? Yeah. Oh yes. Uh no. Fantastic. Yes, Danny. I wrote it for the Toronto Star. Yes. <laughs> so hopefully. I don't know. Shoot up to the city, my vote. Let's hear more on it. What's out shoot up? What's Tom saying? Shoot out in, in the, the city. city. A shootout in the, in the city. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's um, it's a story about a really hot day in New York City, and people are on edge because they have coronavirus, <laughs> and um, some people get in an accident, and there is a shootout, and at the same time there is uh, a team, a traffic copter team who uh, go about their daily lives reporting on the traffic and the news and such um, and then they drive down and they get involved with this um, this shootout so I, I will say that it, it it is interesting to me <laughs> that both Tom and you know, Danny were like tell us about the shootout movie tell us mm -hmm. about the shootout story She's yeah. a I think I think uh, I think story movies with guns and people that are shooting at each other, they're popular. Yeah, they are. Listen, it's because we're all we're all working from home right now. Do you know what they're and hanging out with our families a lot? Do you know what they're and... talking about? They're talking about the divorce rate due to <laughs> it's going it's going down. Abort. Divorce Abort. rate's going down, like way down. <laughs> Mike's like, abort. Abort right now. Divorce rate's going down right now because everyone's like, where am I going to go? Yeah, what am I going to do? I can't even get an apartment right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike's company's down. There's no way for me to get a place to live. Yeah. <sighs> Guys, I think I'm done soon. You know, yeah. beer, beer and whiskey is a great comedy. Yes. Oh, so I will, I'll say that... Um, uh, I've been playing a lot of video games. That's that's been my jam. Guys, I, I, I could, this is gonna make me sound like a big giant dick. I'm like, I I have nothing but time right now, like zero time. And I love you all. You're all my brothers. But I don't want to spend any more time with you. I would I would give you a kidney. I give all three of you a kidney. Wait, if I could. but you already gave Tom a kidney. But like, yeah, but like I mean, like I give I give kidneys out. But you know what? I'm just I just can't do this anymore with you, even though I have nothing but time. Well, that you're a real you, you're a real piece yeah. of work. <laughs> That's nasty, Mike. <laughs> I could I I'm probably just as soon as I hang up on you, I'm probably just gonna just watch some TV. I'm just gonna actually I'm gonna watch your I'm gonna watch what you guys are doing on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch the rest of your show. <laughs> Actually, I'm just kidding. I don't really have to go, but it's just funny to say. <laughs> so yeah, I I've been I've been playing. I've been guys. I've been twitching. Like involuntary? No, I've been going on Twitch, 
and uh, and letting people watch my video game playing. Ooh, I've been playing wow. Fallout seventy six, and uh, I'm a bit of a fan of TikTok. Pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. TikTok, TikTok. It's, it's uh, I saw you TikToking with your girls there. Yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. What do you uh, what do you like looking at on TikTok? Everything. Yes, me too. Me too. <laughs> yes. I like the I like like a broad spectrum. Yeah. Yes. Nothing broad... specific. Nothing. No. No, I said broads. Eh? If I broad like a broad specific. spectrum. If mm. I die, delete my TikTok. <laughs> no. Guys, <laughs> right, listen. If we die. Oh, hey, Dave is joining the conversation. Dave got three. Hello, Dave. Mike, I don't want to tell you my handle. You do you do TikToks? What's that? <laughs> do I TikTok? He, no, no, is no, he, no, I don't. Is, is Mike Lindsay asking Derek if he can TikTok, or is he asking you if he can follow you on Twitch? I Mike, assume. No. I assume he wants to see Derek TikToking. Yeah. So, what is TikTok? What it would just just remind me? It's just music. It's a video to music. It's, it's everything. It's all kinds of shit, Adrian. It's yeah, Twitter. Is it it's Twitter? Just, it's Twitter. It's Sounds not terrible. Twitter. It's video. Sounds and all video, which is not Twitter. Hmm. Um, it's it's it's, it's Vine. It's, it's Vine. Vine, I guess. Yeah, it's it's like Vine. Yeah. It's exactly Vine. Yeah. yeah. That sounds terrible. No, it's, I, love, I love Vine. It gives, gives people something to do. The spectrum of Borads. Mike, listen, you need to stop drinking and get, pay attention to your keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> actually, guys, but but if we're talking about who he reason. wants to watch, yeah, either, I have to go to. either Jay or Derek, here's the answer. So I will share it with you, Mike. Thanks. All right, boys. Okay, okay this, listen, guys. This has been a lot of fun. This, this has, has been, been good. a lot of fun. Yeah, this, isn't this the Corona hug? This is the Corona hug? I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, motherfuckers. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> is, that's oh, not, boy. That two is hours of the game. show is worth that that's, little thing. If yeah. we had done that at the beginning, this would show would have been 10 minutes long. Yeah, right? <laughs> we got right, it, guys. We got the goal. Thanks. Listen, you know what? 80th episode, three years. This was pretty awesome, even though we could not hang out in person. So, uh, Next best thing. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Cheers, Bye-bye. keep on pushing. Bye. Dream big. Work hard. Mike. Later. Eric, say something. <laughs> you have to say something inspirational. God damn it, guys. What? You know how this show. Mike's like, I'm out. I'm out. See you guys later. Okay, Derek. Okay, dream big. Work hard. Inspiration. Inspiration. <laughs> Get rid of that guy. <laughs> Later, guys. That guy is done. See you guys later. Catch you guys later. Bye, guys. Really hope you enjoyed the show. Wherever you watched or listened, please leave us a comment or a review. We really want to hear from you. Share the show with a friend. You know they'll love us. Head over to our website, thefableforest.com. There's all kinds of great stuff. Poke around. Check it out. See you all again in a couple weeks.